This is the laptop I was using in 2010. The Bitcoin must be on here. So what are you going to do with your share of the money? Uh, well, as a responsible adult, I'll put that money into a CD, wait for that CD to mature, and then buy a tiger. How about you? Uh, it depends on whether I tell Bernadette or not. <laughs> Howard, I can hear you. The baby monitor is on. I know. I was joking. I'm going to put it in a college fund. <laughs> All right. I don't see the Bitcoin on here. Hey, maybe it's in that folder marked private and confidential. It's not! That's right. It must be on my old laptop. Well, let's go. Hey, Bertie, you mind if I run the Leonard's and... Get a laptop full of money? Why are you still here? Go, go, go! Oh, my God, that's right. You gave me your laptop. That was so sweet. So you know where it is? Of course. Great. Right. Yes. I gave it to my ex-boyfriend, Zach. No! no! Got the laptop. Hand it here. Yep. Oh, this is so exciting. Hey, when we sell the Bitcoin, are you going to pay your dad back all the money you took from him over the years? I never even crossed my mind. <laughs> okay, here's the Bitcoin folder. Yeah, how much is in there? It's empty. What? That, that's impossible. <laughs> Do you think Zach stole it? He doesn't know how to steal Bitcoin. I mean, he waves at trucks. <laughs> hmm. Who could it have been? Where's our money? That's the best part. It's on the Batman flash drive on your keychain. You've had it in your pocket all along. <gasps> Sheldon, I lost that keychain years ago. Really? Did, did, did you look under things? Well, that is unfortunate. I guess we have all learned a lesson today. What was the lesson? I don't know. <laughs> What's that? Ooh, Batman flash drive. That's pretty cool. Huh, if I erase this, I could probably resell it for like 10 bucks. Things are finally going my way. Good morning, Boston, and welcome to Cryptomania, the show all about Bitcoin and blockchain technology. My name is Dana. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. He floats like a butterfly. He stings like a bee. We got Biff on the board. Good morning, Mr. Crypto. Oh, it is a great morning, it sir. sure is. Bright day. Wonderful to be alive here on North Shore 104.9 FM. We've got emails and shout outs and all kinds of surprises. Jam-packed show. Jam, jam-packed show. And as you know, there's always, 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 always something happening here on Cryptomania. And you get it here every Saturday morning. Right here, North Shore 1049. If you're tuning in for the first time, and as a reminder, you're listening to Cryptomania. We are the first and the only, still only, FM radio show. Where? In America on Bitcoin and blockchain technology. That's right. You found us. Broadcast every Saturday morning on North Shore 1049. But as you know by now, Saturday morning, Biff and I come in. We take over. 
We morph it. We take the airwaves over. We change the station to the, the legal call letters, which is WBOQ1049. And what does that stand for, Biff? It stands for out, out Bitcoin's Outstanding Quality Radio. Four more weeks, he's going to have that nailed. <laughs> Excellent, Biff. We love it. And everybody knows by now. You, you know, it's very tiring when you, we have to do a coup here every Saturday morning. You know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a coup d'etat. Coup d'etat. <laughs> and everybody knows by now you can find rebroadcasts of Cryptomania on SoundCloud and iTunes, Spotify. But the all-in-one place is the Boston Podcast Network. That's pod617.com. The Boston Podcast Network, where your friends are stars. And Biff, you could be next. Before we get into this week's show, uh, we had our floating reggae booze cruise out of Gloucester last night. What a freaking party that was. Oh, my God. That was on the Seven Seas Whale Watch, man. Things were just happening. I'm going on like a couple of hours sleep here, but you'll never know it. So instead of the show starting off at energy level 10, we're only starting off at nine and a half. And uh, we had the bar on the... <laughs> We had the bar on the bottom, the Dread Rocks reggae band on the top deck. The weather was perfect. The dancing was nonstop. It was a packed house, man. And it was just a really, really good time. And thanks to all who came out and participated. But if you missed this one, we've got something really special. There's this, another chance. There's still one more chance. August 31st. Did you know that there are fireworks? It's Labor Day weekend. It's the Schooner Festival up in Gloucester. Well, on August 31st, Biff, if we have a drum roll somewhere or something to that effect, we have the floating fireworks reggae jam boogie. Get your groove on. Don't stop until you drop. Cryptomania booze cruise. And these are going on sale on event uh, bright uh, the first of the week. And you're going to love that type of thing. But we had all kinds of fun, and it was just a really, really good time to get out and to mix it up with a lot of kinds of cool people. And uh, we hope that we see all the Cryptomaniacs at the next Reggae Jam Boogie Cruise out of Gloucester, August 31st. Now, Cryptomaniacs, let's get into this week's show. Uh, Biff, I gotta uh, get some water here. Can I uh, clear my throat, my friend? So look at him. Check the flavor of the rhythm I wrote. And while I get a chance here, let me clear my throat. Yeah, that was refreshing. Now, cryptomaniacs, be, be prepared to have your minds blown. Be prepared to listen to what I say, and you're going to pull over, and you're going to say, that can't be true. He, Mr. Crypto, must be lying. But I'm going to tell you the truth. And this may shock some people. This may say, yeah, I'm a banker. I already knew how that. And I've asked several questions. Here at Cryptomania, we like to uh, mix things up. We like to find out how your world is being uh, treated and how you're being treated in the financial world. Uh, and today we're going to talk about how is money created. That's right. How do you think money is created, Biff? How do new money, do they just, does the government print it? How does that all work, Biff? Do you know? <laughs> you put you put the money in the in the machine and you pull the lever. You pull the lever at the casino. No, I'll tell That's you. That's how, how money is created. You know, why don't they teach us how money is created? In the US, money is created as a form of debt. That means banks create loans for people's and businesses, which in turn deposit that money in their bank accounts. Now, I've always wondered this in Mr. Crypto's uh, little feeble mind, always wondered how that banks, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, you're advertising jumbo mortgages, $750,000, and you can give away million dollars for this and a $500,000 mortgage here. The deposits, the deposits can't be that much. It can't be. Okay, so money 
is more than banknotes and coins. If you have a bank account, you can use what's in it to buy things, and it's typically with a debit card. But because you can buy things with your bank account, we think this is money, even though it's not cash. Therefore, if you borrow $100 from the bank, the bank will credit your account with that amount. It's new money that was created. It didn't exist until it was created into your account that very morning. That's insane. That's crazy. That is something that I, I, I read this and I said, this can't be right. This, there's no way this can be right. Well, if you don't believe you Mr. Crypto, <laughs> if you don't believe Mr. Crypto, Google this. Okay, Google this. The central banks, first of all, we need to cut a couple of ground rules of what the central banks are. They're not owned by the government. They're not owned by the people. Central banks are owned by individuals, individual people or individual groups. Okay, when the governments uh, increase its spending or borrowing limits, they borrow money from themselves. <laughs> I want to be the government, man. I want to be, okay, yeah. I spent... <laughs> You got to know when to hold. You got $200 and I ran out. I spent the 200 bucks. Hmm. This is, this is what the government does. Let me explain how this is working. It's not just the government. It's the bank. It's our whole monetary system. Money is not backed by the gold standard. We think, oh, was, you know, we have gold. No, we don't. And we think that the Federal Reserve just prints money. Well, truth be told, only 3% of all new money created is created through that process that we think of just printing money. We say the government prints money. Well, they do, but they do it in a different way. So how they do it is you go in to get a mortgage. A more guy looks at you and he says, oh, Mr. Biff, you're a very handsome young, very handsome young man, Mr. Biff. You look like you have a, you're starting a family and you want to get ahead in life. So you need a $400,000 mortgage. Okay, so you're going to give them your credit card or some ID and they're going to run. They're going to do the, the system that they follow, the credit scoring or whatever. Then they're going to decide if you're a good candidate or not. And if they do, what they're going to do is they're going to go into a room and they're going to generate a mortgage. Now. That mortgage is done on a computer. It's done in the back room. It's that money for that mortgage did not exist that morning when you woke up. It's created from thin air. Don't believe me, people. Google this. You need to Google. And this is, this is crazy. This is insane. So the guy goes in and he gets his mortgage. And the guy wants, if you, and if you don't think that's true, you, you get a mortgage, you get a proof of $400,000 and then ask the bank. Say, Mr. Banker, I would like my $400,000 in cash. You're not going to get it. They won't be able to deliver that amount of money. Uh, it would take days for them to get that amount of cash into their bank. What they're going to do is they're going to make a ledger. How this new money is created, it's in a form of debt. So they're going to debit you. So now you owe the bank $500,000 or $400,000 for your mortgage. If you owe the bank, they make a debit entry into your, into your account. Then they send another computer code over to the bank and says, yes, Mr. Banker, who's also holding this fake computer code that we call money, you can release it. We're gonna, we've debited Biff. He's a good guy. In his account, he now owes us $400. we are going to send you a computer code that says he's paid that $400. You didn't pay anything. It's all in thin air. It's just from thin air. It doesn't exist. So now... You have a debit. So the bank has an asset. They created an asset from thin air. And now you have to service that asset. And what you do is you take your money and you have a payment. Say it's 500 bucks a month. That's real money. How is that real money 
different than the fake money. Sometimes well, it just means uh, forget about it. Well, you can't forget about this. See, what happens is <laughs> you're taking the real, you're taking your real hard-earned money and you're paying back something that was created out of thin air. Banks create about 97% of money this way in the economy as electronic deposits. Uh, Banknotes and coins, about, like I said, only 3%. Most banks have accounts with uh, the bank, uh, the central banks, the bigger banks. In Europe, it's the Bank of England, uh, England, allowing them to transfer money back and forth. This is called electronic central bank money or reserves. So money is created from thin air. Now, why can banks create money? How and why? This is called fractional reserve banking. It's been very common for centuries. The idea is that most people aren't going to need all their money all at the same time. Therefore, a bank only needs to have a fraction of the money it's lending to people available in cash. This also means that banks can vary the quantity of money in response to changes in the economy. In other words, like the government, they just uh, raise the debt ceiling. So they're quote unquote printing more money. They're loaning themselves more money. The alternative would be that the central bank would just do it themselves. This. Yeah, I'm on, in my bank account. You know, we want money in our bank accounts. And, and, and this whole system that's created. So, based on the example that I just gave you guys, the cryptomaniacs, the banks have unlimited power. You could just create more money. That would be like Biff going in and saying, I started to use that example, 200 bucks. He spends his $200. Oh, I got to buy more food. What am I going to do? I know I'll just loan myself another 200 bucks. So instead of having zero in his bank account, he's got negative 200. But that doesn't matter because he's got $200 in cash and he spends that. Now he's got negative. He's like, oh, I got no more money, but I'm negative 200 and I got no money. What'll I do? I'll just borrow more money from myself. And so he generates a code, he gets the money, and now he's, uh, he's got his money. Now he spends that. Now his account is negative 600. He's got no money. But he needs something. He's got to buy food on the table for Mrs. Biff. I mean, he wants to take her out to dinner once in a while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Even Mrs. Biff has to eat. And so uh, uh, he goes in and he says, I'll just borrow more money. And he borrows more money for himself. Now it's minus 800, but he's still operating. His life on the outside is the same. He can go out to dinner. He can buy things. But the deficit is growing. And it's growing. And it's growing. But if you, go, if you can keep loaning money to yourself, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. This is insane, people. This is insane. Do you think it's fair for the banks to create money out of thin air and then you pay it with your hard-earned dollars? Do you think that's fair? You think about that. That's something to think about. We're going to segue right now into Katie Crypto. Katie Crypto goes back in time. <laughs> this is a fun one. And Katie meets the Beatles. Let's run a Katie Biffo. And now, on the continuing misadventures of Katie Crypto and her papa, we find Katie and her papa this week going back in time to speak to the Beatles about Bitcoin. It has been a few months since we used our time machine, Katie. Where would you like to go with it today? Well, Papa, since Bitcoin is causing a revolution, I want to see and witness a revolution that has already happened in person. What do you suggest? Hmm, I got it. Beatlemania, the last real American revolution. Beatles? 
I don't want to visit bugs. No, Katie. The rock group, the Beatles, they changed the world and impacted our culture more than any other single group. Let's go back to when they invaded America. They called it Beatlemania. Did they steal that name from Cryptomania? I have a lot to show you. Let's go. Wow, Papa. Look at all these people. John! Let's listen, and maybe we can get backstage to meet the Beatles. This is a lifelong dream of mine. Look, Katie, I think that is John Lennon coming right towards us. Why don't you ask him the first question? Mr. Lennon, based on my research of early Beatles songs, most of your songs were written by black musicians, such as Little Richard and the Isley Brothers, who wrote your smash hit, Twist and Shout. No, I mean, we haven't really got an act. Katie, please. Papa, the truth must be told. Do you have any plans to pay royalties to those musicians who wrote those songs? No, no truth whatsoever. Uh, I think because Paul had blue the other week and had to cancel the show, they all seem to think we're cracking up, but we're not. I think what Katie is trying to say is that in the future, the music industry will upload original songs onto the blockchain and all ownership rights and royalty payments will go to those who should rightfully receive them. This will be the revolution in the music industry in the future. Everyone said, how long will it last? And uh, you start thinking about it, but you, there's no answer. It remains to be seen, you know. Bitcoin and blockchain will be bigger than almost anything I can think of. Television is more popular than Jesus. I just happened to be talking to a friend. I used the word Beatles as a remote thing, not as what I think, as Beatles as those other Beatles like other people see us. I just said they are having more influence on kids than anything else, including Jesus. But I said it in that way, which is the wrong way. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, some teenagers have said that, have repeated your statements that the Beatles, I like the Beatles more than Jesus Christ. What do you think about that? Well, Cryptomania will be even bigger than that. Papa, what music didn't the Beatles invent? <laughs> I have no idea. Hip-hop. After all, they weren't the grasshoppers. <laughs> Tune in next week when Katie and her papa interview the 2020 presidential candidates about Bitcoin on the continuing misadventures of Katie Crypto and her papa right here on North Shore 1049. I got something to say that might cause you pain. But that you talking to that boy again. You're listening to Cryptomania. Bitcoin and beyond. They'll be right back with more on cryptocurrencies right here on North Shore 104.9. Good evening, sir, and uh, welcome to the David Lee Roth Diner. Uh, what are you going to be having for dinner tonight, sir? <laughs> 
An excellent choice, sir. Now, would you like the uh, Bozy Bop with that, sir? Bozy Bozy Bop. Ah, I see. It's the Bozy Bozy Bop. So that's one order of Hamala Babel is Evil a Bobola, Hamala Babel is Evil a Bop with one order of Bozy Bozy Bop. Now, would you like anything to drink, sir? Ziti Bop. All right. Now, if you order the baked Bozy Bop, the Ziti Bop is only 79 cents. Would you be interested in changing your order now? Hamala Babel is Evil a Bobola, Hamala Babel is Evil a Bozy Bozy Bop. All right, then, sir. That'll be one order of Hamala Babel is Evil a Bobola, Hamala Babel is Evil a Bop, with a side order of Bozy Bozy Bop and an extra large CD Bop. Ordering one burger, a fries, and a large soda. Fries, but will that be to stay or to go? That's to go. The David Lee Roth Diner for the best Hamala Babel is Evil a Bobola, Hamala Babel is Evil a Bop you've ever tasted. Hey guys, Rick D here from Route 1 Magazine. When I'm not listening to my show, I'm listening to Cryptomania here on North Shore 104.9. New England Trade is the first and only barter company in New England since 1980. What is barter, you say? It's a business-to-business -business exchange. Mr. Crypto's been a member for many, many years. And it was definitely the precursor to cryptocurrency as far as alternative currency and alternative ways of doing business. You can buy ski tickets, restaurants. There's over 1,500 businesses in New England Trade. Business owners, listen to Dana Crypto. NewEnglandTrade.com. Hey, this is Carter Allen, and when I'm not on the air listening to my own show, I check out Dana and Cryptomania on North Shore 104.9 FM. American Red Cross offers CPR and first aid training, all at a nominal fee. You can check it out and find the closest location near you at redcross.org. This is Dave Marciano, captain of the hard merchandise, as seen on Nat Geo's hit show, Wicked Tuna. When I'm not out fishing, I listen to Dana on Cryptomania on North Shore's 104.9. with Cryptomania, the show all about Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Thanks for joining us this morning. We're having a lot of fun talking about the monetary system, how money is created from thin air, how the system is rigged, and cryptocurrency is the future. But Biff, let's just segue into the... <laughs> That's right, the Crypto News brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Now over 100 stores strong. Or shop online at mybobs.com. Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots and Cryptomania. And just as a reminder, you can catch all the New England Patriots games here, right here on North Shore 1049. We're excited for that. Uh, we were talking about, before we get into the news, we're talking about, uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, how money is created, new money. It's created by the banks. They do it as a debit. We have a debt system. So whenever you take a loan or make a mortgage, they create new debt. That's an, a data entry, and that's how the whole system is working. It's rigged. It's stupid. It's going to fail. Okay? Now, here's the reason why, before we get into some of these news stuff, why, why it's, it's going to fail. The system of creating money is, is that we have is the banks have a central ledger, meaning when I run my card, it has to go to a central authority to verify if I have money and so on and so forth. No one can see that ledger. Just the bank. It's a central ledger. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, distributed ledger. Every transaction is up and available on the blockchain for it to be seen. Even though it's an encrypted code, you don't know who has it. Every single, so every time, can you imagine if every time everybody spent money, everybody else knew about it? We can see millions of dollars of Bitcoin just looking at the, at the, at the, at the charts and who's moving Bitcoin or what's moving. You can see it moving around. 
Okay, so that's why it's superior, because you can't fool the system. The government fools its own system. They just keep printing more money, man. They just keep on doing the, the, these codes. Okay, central ledger, bad. Distributed ledger, Bitcoin, good. Okay, and we're going to do a whole show on this distributed ledger thing. Uh, we do got a couple of other news stories. I, I've been predicting this now. I'm telling you, cryptomaniacs, you buy Bitcoin, you buy $20 a week, whatever you can afford. You download an app. Many of them. I'm not going to recommend anything specific. You can go find them on your own. Just go to the app store and put Bitcoin. You can probably figure it out. And then what you do is you buy it and you hold it. Okay? Because something happened this week. We're predicting that the government is, print is printing more money. Mr. Crypto has been saying, you know, doomsday prediction that the whole U.S. economy is going to go flat. It's happening already. The Federal Reserve is cutting interest rates for the first time since the 2008 financial crisis. The year the Bitcoin white paper was released. In a much-anticipated live-streamed announcement uh, yesterday, Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell said it's cutting interest rates by 25 base points, or 0.25%. Why does that matter, cryptomaniacs? It's the first time it happened in 10 years, since the financial crisis. Well, you only cut interest rates when the economy is, uh, needs a boost. It's starting to slow down. And so our economy is starting to slow down. This is the first sign. Okay, the last time it happened, a guy named Satoshi Nakamoto said, Enough! I've had it with you people. I've had it with the government. I am tired. I want my own money. I want to control my own funds. So he wrote a paper about a peer-to-peer -peer electronic payment system. And he called it Bitcoin. And now we see it happening again. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. We're adding to the national debt at a rate and all our taxes, people say, oh, I want to pay taxes because the, you know, we're, 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 the people who come over here, they jump the border. We're paying. Your tax money doesn't go for any of that. You think your tax money goes for services? You think your tax money goes for everything? It doesn't go for any. You know what your tax money goes for? It goes to service the debt. <laughs> that services the debt. Your real hard-earned dollars services the debt for the U.S. In the, in the form of taxes. So they tax you. And then they run out of money. So we're spending $1.2 trillion more <laughs> in a year. Then we spend. And just like Biff, he needs 200 bucks. It's negative 200. I'll just loan myself some more money. And that's what we do. It's a vicious cycle. There's more debt right now in the United States than it's ever had it. Obama adds the same as, as, as Trump. Same rate. Same. same. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay? So something's got to give. Something has to give. Something's going to give. What's going to happen is the whole thing is going to implode. And it's going to have another financial crisis. And then this time, though, Bitcoin will be strong. When your president of the United States tweets about Bitcoin, uh, you, you better pay attention because he has the attention of that. Okay, the Libra project. We um, talked about that. I have another prediction, Mr. Crypto. <laughs> I'm all full of predictions today, Biff. That that thing ain't going nowhere. They're gonna squash that like a bug. No problem. Yeah, they're gonna squash that, man. The the, the and that's good. That's a good thing because that threatens the U.S. dollar and uh, that threatens the economy uh, as we know it. But with these old Libra things, it's been interesting. Now they look at what Facebook wants to do with Libra. All of a sudden, Bitcoin's looking pretty good. And cryptocurrency is looking pretty good because it's a store of value. It's not going to challenge the U.S. dollar. It's going to be an investment vehicle. Libra is challenging the U.S. dollar, just like the Amazon coin. There's no plans for that Amazon coin, by the way. That's just me talking. I'm telling you that's going to happen. They'd be stupid if they didn't. Right there, Jeff Obezos? <laughs> that ought to keep the little squirts happy. It should keep everybody happy. But there's a U.S. senator, and he wrote this week, even if we wanted to, we couldn't stop Bitcoin. This guy's uh, uh, Mike Crapo. He's a Republican from uh, Idaho. And he tells us what you already know. U.S. Senator Mike uh, 
is that crapo? That can't be right. C R A P O is it crapo? <laughs> you say tomorrow if he's a he's a politician, so he's crapo. So Mike Crapo admitted that it would be difficult or impossible to ban Bitcoin in the United States. The center off the senator offered a number of positive comments on Bitcoin as he chairs he chairs the uh, Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs. Uh, and they had a cryptocurrency just a few days ago, a hearing on cryptocurrency. And here's a quote. I love this guy. I love this guy. If the United States were to decide, and I'm not saying it should, but if the United States didn't decide we didn't want cryptocurrency to happen in the United States and tried to ban it, I'm pretty confident we couldn't succeed in doing that because this is a global tech, a global innovation. Okay? This guy's smart. Okay, he's smart. He sees the benefits from now that the, the, the government's talking about the benefits because they can see that this is nothing more than the Bitcoin's more than it's money. It's a store of value. It's a movement. It's a revolution. It's 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 a bunch of people that are saying we've had enough. We can't take it anymore. I can't take the friggin' bank fees at the $39 fee every time my account goes down. I can't take it. I, I can't take the rig system. I can't take it. I can't. I'm tired of you stealing my money. I'm tired of me putting my hard-earned freaking dollars in your bank, and you only give me a penny on $100 interest, if I even get that over the year. We're tired. We're fed up. The revolution is here. We're not taking it. We're not taking this sitting down, okay? Beam me up, Scotty. I need to be beamed up, man. I need to be beamed up so bad. I need to go to a different planet and go uh, on another uh, a, a dimension. But please, the Congress has flipped on Bitcoin. Uh, July was a pivotal month for Bitcoin on the political stage. Uh, you know, uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy declared, another Republican, I like Bitcoin. While criticizing Libra's central ecosystem, uh, Patrick uh, McHenry also uh, was open to the digital act, a asset ecosystem, admitted Bitcoin was an unstoppable force. Okay? Unstoppable force. The government's waking up because they realize maybe perhaps it's a better system. Maybe perhaps... Bitcoin is there. But we are coming down to the end of the show. We appreciate and love our cryptomaniacs. Please continue to email and shout out to me. I do answer all my emails one-on-one. -on -one. I might not read them on the air, but please continue to send those. We love you guys. And here at Cryptomania, we believe in a few basic principles. We believe in a level playing field. We believe that everyone should have equal access and opportunity to all things that will make us healthier and wealthier as a nation. We believe that talent is distributed equally, but opportunity, it's not. The world is being disrupted. The way we do commerce change is changing. The revolution is here. And hopefully by becoming a fan of Cryptomania, you too can get it in this game. My name is Dana. I got Biff on the board. Emails, shoutouts, and always remember, mutants, freaks, and cryptophiles, I am your king. During this morning's broadcast of Cryptomania, your host may have discussed specific cryptocurrencies and investment ideas. This discussion provides general information and is of an entertainment nature only, not specific investment, buying, or selling advice or recommendations. Buying, selling, and trading Bitcoins involves risk, including the loss of money over short or long periods of time. Investors in Bitcoin should expect prices to have large range fluctuations. Please seek your own legal business and investment advice. Tune in again next Saturday morning at 9.30 for Cryptomania, Bitcoin, and beyond. Shout out to Cryptomaniacs. The prior show was a paid program that does not express the views, opinions, or beliefs of North Shore 104.9, the station management, its employees, or staff.